VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Off Air with me, Jane Garvey. And me, Fee Glover. Now we are fresh from our brand new Times radio show, but we just cannot be contained by two hours of live broadcasting. So we've kept the microphones on, grabbed a cuppa and are ready to say what we really think. Unencumbered and off air. It's another working week in our increasingly frantic lives. Welcome aboard. Um, It's lovely to have you here with us for another edition of Off Air with me, Jane Garvey. I'm trying to be a bit more professional. (laughs) I was just laughing because it's ever so, ever so. Hello and welcome to Geography A-Levels. I'm sitting upright. I've got a decent supportive bra on. I'm really trying to get with the plan. Oh, no, it definitely worked for me. Thank you very much. It roused me from my stupor. And And yet you appear to be taking the piss. I can't understand it. I'm not taking the piss. Uh, Both of us are in a slight stupor only because we've had to, we basically had to watch television for the last... Uh, the program because uh, we were following the Chancellor's mini statement in the House of Commons and an urgent question as well. Mm. A what I shall now refer to forever as a UQ, a UQ, as yeah. Penny Mordant referred to it, a UQ, which was new to us, wasn't it? Very much so. Yeah. But I feel quite, I feel down with the cool kids now. Now we know say. that. To say. I mean, I, there's a lot of suspicion that Penny Mordant won't have been all that reluctant to take centre stage in the House of Commons this afternoon. Do you think that might be the case? Well, she definitely gave a bravura performance mm. and seemed very, very certain and very steady on her feet. And we will not be the only people to comment on the fact that Liz Truss looked like a haunted woman uh, when she came into the chamber and sat down, said nothing, but was just by Jeremy Hunt's side when he made his yes. statement. Yeah, it was it was deeply awkward. And I know people are now saying that the worst possible emotion you can associate with a prime minister is sympathy. It it just isn't good for them when and and I have to say this afternoon that was what I felt towards her not not a political statement but just oh who'd be her you you do you have to feel a bit of that don't you yes and I do take that point though that once you've gone into sympathy it's too close an emotion to be feeling for any person who is actually in charge of some massive planks of your life really big ones yeah yeah. Uh, so we had a very nice chat with uh, Lucy Fisher, who we'd not met before because we are the new girls at school here at Times Radio. Yes, and she is Times Radio's chief political commentator. Uh, she really knows our onions. So um, let's go and listen to what Lucy 
had to say to us about what was likely to unfold in the Commons. Well, at 3.30, the Labour Party has tabled an urgent question calling on the Prime Minister to come to the floor of the Commons and explain the replacement of her Chancellor, given the current economic situation. Interestingly, the Prime Minister Liz Truss has decided not to accept that uh, invitation uh, herself, or that summons almost, to, to, to the Commons floor. Instead, she'll be fielding Penny Mordaunt, uh, the Commons leader, to answer that question. So I think pretty weak decision not to face the music herself and indeed possibly giving an advantage to Penny Mordaunt who many people consider to be on manoeuvres at the moment and probably up for the idea of showing off her own credentials against Keir Starmer. Mr Speaker, with, with, apologies, with apologies to the Leader of the Opposition and the House, the PM is detained on urgent business. Yeah, if I were Liz Truss, and I, I wouldn't want to be Liz Truss, I've got to be honest, I think I'd try and take the earliest possible opportunity to be seen, get it over with. Well, I think that's right. It, otherwise, it just shifts uh, all the attention to Wednesday Prime Minister's questions. The tension, the pressure grows. Uh, and I think there are many Tory MPs who want to hear from her directly. She's going to be addressing some of them, the 100 or so odd MPs in the One Nation group of moderates later today to try and assuage some of their fears. And Jeremy Hunt will also be on the floor of the Commons um, after Penny Morden taking questions about the statement he released at 11am. So the idea of her sitting next to Jeremy Hunt as he gives the statement this afternoon, just it couldn't happen, could it? Or should it have Let's happened? see, let's see. So she still might appear for that? It, it, it's possible. I mean, things are moving at warp speed these days. Uh, it's unclear... Uh, anything could happen, really. She may want to take that decision. I think it would be quite surprising, given that she's not going to appear on the floor um, to answer the urgent question from Labour. But people do want to see her out and about. That is part of the jigsaw that is now missing for many Tory MPs, even though the markets appear to, in these early days, be assuaged by the Chancellor's statement today. Does anybody, has anybody, in your living memory, recovered from this kind of focus on their failures? I just can't think of any analogue for someone who has campaigned uh, on a set of uh, policies uh, and had to enact such a huge U-turn in such a short period of time. So I don't think there's there's been a sort of a set of failures so big that's happened so quickly that we can really compare this to. And that's why MPs I've been talking to in the wake of Hunt's statement, you know, I've been asking them, look, it looks like the pound's up a bit against the dollar since he spoke. You know, the cost of government borrowing appears to be going down slightly. You know, has he steadied the ship enough for her to stagger on for some weeks more? Many of those MPs who are kind of growing more concerned over the weekend haven't had their confidence restored. Many of them are saying to me they don't think she'll last the week. It's just extraordinary. She's been in, been in power for just over 40 days and, uh, and this is the conversation that's happening. Thank you, Mr Speaker, and thank you to the Right Honourable Member for Portsmouth North for answering the question put to the Prime Minister. I guess under this Tory government... Everybody gets to be Prime Minister for 15 minutes. Do you think Tory members will ever vote on who their leader is again? Certainly not in the short term if the, if the uh, MPs have their way. So that's about the rules being changed, isn't it? So that they wouldn't have to go back to the party to ask again. They would be able to make a quicker decision. Yes, I think the feeling now is that... Put to the membership, the membership made the wrong decision uh, this summer. They were offered fool's gold, as one MP described it to me, and they sort of fell for it, this idea of brilliant tax cuts that would leave them with more money in their pocket, but also um, catalyse this big growth spurt in the economy. 
none of that is now going ahead. Um, and many MPs think that they need to wrest back control, which, of course, it used to be the case. It used to be that MPs decided the leader. It's only a relatively recent um, innovation in the party that it's put to the membership. Mm. Uh, Lucy, thank you very much indeed. Uh, I think you're hot-footing it down to Westminster. Just out of interest, a bit of a nerdy question. How long does it take? <laughs> I can get um, from this floor to the Commons in 12 minutes, wow. if the tubes align. If the go tube to aligns. it, that's amazing. <laughs> I think Lucy gets to go in the special entrance out of the tube station. Mm, maybe I do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Never met anyone who can. So now it's time for leaders to lead. Yeah. But where is the Prime Minister? Yeah. Hiding away, dodging questions, scared of her own shadow. Yeah. The lady's not for turning up. <laughs> Now, I think Matt Chorley of Times Radio fame is living his best life and he joins us from the Commons <laughs> now. Uh, so, your assessment. What, first of all, any idea on the urgent business that's keeping Liz Truss away from Parliament? No, so far that's a piece of information that uh, Penny Moore has not seen fit to share uh, with the House. I've just literally just nipped out the press gallery uh, so I was watching it all in real time because that's how I like to just spend my afternoon. Um, I'll be honest, it's quite thin on the Tory benches. There's lots of green leather on show. Uh, not many people have turned up. Quite a lot of the people have turned up. I know for a fact think the Prime Minister should go because they've probably told me as much. Uh, and there was a lot of looking very busy, sucking on pens and scrolling <laughs> through phones. It's a very peculiar atmosphere. I think Penny Mordor is not doing a, a, making a reasonable fist of a pretty bad job. And, you know, if you're being really cynical, you might say that someone who turns up and eats the you-know-what sandwich for the Prime Minister, uh, might get a bit of credit worth, hypothetically, mm. uh, there to become a vacancy in number 10 in the, uh, in the well, near future. I mean, future. effectively, it's the Penny Morden audition show, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, shortly to be followed by the Jeremy Hunt audition mm. show. But who uh, will go through up. to judges' houses, Matt? <laughs> we will simply have well, to wait big, and see. That's um, a big question. Is there any chance that she rocks up for Jeremy Hunt's statement? Uh, I think that would be considered discourteous to the House. It's a bit like saying, you're not, you know, turning up after PE and suddenly you've got much better uh, in time for your art lesson at school. I think if you're off sick, you're off sick. Um, so it, I, it would, I'd be surprised. If, maybe she will. Maybe she will. But then, you know, uh, I think the, the big thing that lots of people went up in, uh, around the corridor this afternoon talk to Tory MPs uh, is, is they just don't know how Liz Truss gets through PMQs on Wednesday. She's managed to dodge this and send Penny Morton. But how does she get through PMQs with... If, if Keir Starmer's got any wit about him, and as you were saying, the lady's not for turning up, it's quite a good joke. Mm. You know, she stands up at PMQs. He says, well, who are you? I'm here to talk to the Prime Minister, who seems to be sitting next to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Jeremy Hunt. You know, how does she... Uh, literally, last week, she promised no spending cuts and boasted that her energy package was going to last two years. Uh, and unlike Labour's, which only lasts six months. Now hers only lasts six months, and they're looking at spending cuts. It's sort of impossible, really, for her to... Uh, to sort of get through that without being humiliated. Well, on, Maybe on, she's just a robot who will suck all that up and just keep on ploughing on. But, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Given that Jeremy Hunt uh, wasn't the most popular candidate in, what, two leadership elections that he went through, is there something that he has managed to do over the last 24 hours to gain more popularity within the party? Does that simply rest on whether the markets go up and the pound doesn't tank again? Yeah, well, actually, I was talking to a Tory MP earlier who suggested that actually Jeremy Hunt's ability to, to not attract any attention to himself uh, in the most recent uh, Tory leadership contest might actually uh, play to his advantage. He wasn't in one of the big camps. There wasn't loads of muds. You know, he was out of the contest so early, nobody had to throw any mud at it. 
Um, so actually, you know, unlike Rishi Sunak and Penny Morton, who are very clearly in different camps and people have said things about each other and, uh, and all of that, actually, him being nobody's first choice might mean that being everybody's eighth choice <laughs> <laughs> might be a way through that he could, he could unite. But I mean, you know, lo- nobody around here that I've spoken to, who, you know, talking with a straight face, uh, realistically thinks the Tories are going to win the next election. They just think that it's, it might, it's probably worth a go limiting the damage with someone less Okay, so let's let's take on board Nadine Dore's um, suggestion. Uh, Do they fire up the Boris Johnson they've got in the garage there? (laughs) I mean, even by the uh, what we've seen happen in politics for the last few years, the standards of madness that we've seen, I think a Boris Johnson comeback is quite unlikely, particularly given that what they really need is somebody, you know, a bit dull. Uh, which everyone can sort of get behind, given that he was so divisive that half of his government uh, quit. Let's remember, only about three months ago, um, I'm not quite sure what the question is to which Boris Johnson is the answer, other than who does Nadine Doris really, really like? Yeah, I don't think, uh, I get a sense, and I don't know this, obviously, because I don't have direct links with the man, but uh, something suggests that Boris Johnson might not want to come back at the moment. There seems to be quite a lot being made about his, you know, extensive, lucrative deals that he could be getting from the insurance brokers biannual conference uh, in America. So perhaps yeah, well, exactly. he'll decide his own fate. Why would, you, why would fate. you come back to this? You know, he can, he can forever be the aggrieved one, removed in his prime, who would have led the Tories to, to victory. Why would, you, why, why would anybody want to inherit this and then lead them to defeat and then he'd be the guy who lost them the election? Now he's the guy who won them a big election and was treated very badly by, you know, when the herd turned. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. yeah. Are you sometimes the last person to leave the Houses of Parliament mass <laughs> of a weekday evening? <laughs> It has been known, uh, you know, I'll get the next train. I'll get the next train. Or I'll just have one more trick. We'll get the next train. Whether or not that'll be the same tonight, I'm not sure. There's a, there's a big lack of... I've, I've seen a few Tory MPs around, but they do seem to, a lot of them do seem to have gone into hiding for some reason. I can't, can't well, really work that out. I business. I did yeah. to Rishi yeah. Sunak earlier because um, he owes me a quiz. He'd promised to play our quiz and then he, he bottled it. And I, he, I asked him when, when would he play the quiz and he said not for a long time, which I think we can describe as a thinly veiled leadership bit. So Matt Chorley was our eyes and ears on the ground. Uh, as he's just so happy. He's he? so happy. I imagine him actually to, to almost have a little piece of elastic. You know when you hang your gloves off when you're kids? You hang oh, the mitts. The yeah. mitts. You, yeah. have, uh, you know, one mitten off the end of a long piece of elastic around the back of the coat. I think he's basically got that between here and the Houses of, of Parliament. So you can just ping down a piece of elastic from Times Radio there and back again. I felt very nervy because Lucy Fisher was was sitting there talking to us and we knew she had to be in the House of Commons, but we're at London Bridge. For those of you who don't know London, we're at London Bridge. This is where we're doing the programme and the podcast from. And she had to get to the House of Commons, which is in Westminster. And I was really worried for her, but she seemed as cool as a cucumber about it and claimed she could do it in, what was it? 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Yeah. And she was going to use this secret entrance, which I vaguely knew about. But that's just for people with press passes, is it? It is, yeah. So you don't have to go up onto the street. Uh, you can enter the Houses of Parliament from the tube station. I only know that from a James Bond film. <laughs> I don't know that from 
IRL tune. Uh, it's in Skyfall, isn't I it? Think, I believe it is. Yeah, because that's what I do think about. And it sounds funny, and he'll be flattered. I think about Daniel Craig every time I go down to the Jubilee line at Westminster. I bet everybody does. It's like, you know when you go to Baker Street on the tube? And yes. This will be really you losing think about people. Cherry Every <laughs> I want to be a person of an age who doesn't start humming Baker Street to themselves when they go through Baker Street. Baker Street. Yeah, every single time that's been a, a, an earworm for Sorry, me. what were you singing? Baker Street. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you say so. VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, we've got some emails, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We're very grateful to everybody who's emailed us at uh, janeandfee at times.radio. That's how you get in touch with this off-air podcast. Uh, and who is this from? It is from Jackie. I wanted to comment, she said, on changing jobs in your 50s. Last year, I made a move into a new job, one that uses my experience and transferable skills, but in a new area of practice. I found I had seriously underestimated the mental energy such a move would take, and a year on, I still really miss the confidence that many years in my previous role gave me. However, meeting new people and doing new things has been interesting and it was a promotion, so no regrets. For many years, I juggled two jobs, which I found really was the best of both worlds for me, having two sets of colleagues and a variety of work. If I had a bad week in either job, I was only there for three days and that really helped. On a final note, I wonder how you're coping with the new journey to work after years at Broadcasting House. This is the kind of content we listen for. Uh, Jackie, thank you so much for that. Well, um, Jackie would have found it interesting, your musings yes. on tube stations around well, London. there are more musings to come because, Jackie, today I decided, and I was telling our <laughs> podcast producer Ben earlier about this, he did lose the will to live during the anecdote earlier. He's about to hear it again. This morning I tried a slightly different public transport route to get here and do you know what fee it wasn't quicker but it was quieter and i got a seat oh that's good to know yeah. it, which which line did you well choose? i don't because people will be trying to find me there so i don't <laughs> want to really give it away won't, no <laughs> there are a variety of ways of getting from my home in east west kensington 
to this part of London town. And actually, well, the great thing about London, God, I've got to say, is the brilliant public transport. Well. Except, I'm except s- no, at I'm night. S- yeah, I'm, I'm just going yeah, It's s- ever so crowded in the evening, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say, I'm not sure that everybody has a very All good right, experience okay. of London but transport. But in answer to Jackie's question about changing jobs in your 50s, I, Jackie, no word of a lie, I was asleep before 9.30, the first three days I was at Times Radio. On Thursday, I stayed up until gone 10 and then conked out and slept for about 12 hours. So it has a colossal impact on you. It does. It really does, and it's it? And it is the, the tiny things as well that, of course, you're never really going to think through when you, you know, when you think about changing a job. But it, uh, it took me until today... Uh, to realise that I needed a I need a favourite stall in the toilets. Do you have one? Oh yeah. Only don't go in the same to... one as you, do I? No. Well, I don't know. Well, not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Although some girls do do that. But too. I didn't realise last week that's what I was doing. I was working out which my favourite stall in yeah, the we should ladies' say... loos are going to be. But I've got that now, so I've nailed that one down. Yeah. Which radio station is playing in the loos? Because it's always Madonna or a bit of Aria. It's Virgin. It's Virgin, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it's very familiar music. I'll I wonder that. whether in Chris Evans' private toilet facilities mm. they're playing Times Radio. Well, I would hope so. I would hope so too. I'd certainly feel happy on the loo listening to Matt Chorley. Yes. Well, I think he'd be listening to Stig and Asthma, wouldn't he? Oh, yes, that's true. The very first yeah. thing in the morning. Mm. I've just about got to grips with the lifts. I yeah. don't know anybody's names outside of our own no. little desk area, but I'm smiling a lot at people. Uh, and I find that very tiring. What you know, being nice? No, meeting lots of people and and trying to remember everything about them. All at the same time. I like Jackie's idea of having two separate jobs. So well, you see, I was just about to say Jackie's idea of two separate sets of colleagues would you didn't, be my idea. You wouldn't of like that. Okay. No, but as she points out, if you were having a bad time in one location, there was always a chance that the next one or the other one would be better. And so you didn't agonize over it. Because for a lot of people, work can become all encompassing. It can, and the impact it can have on the rest of their lives is. If it's bad, it's colossal, that impact, isn't it? No, very much so. I mean, I think difficult work colleagues can really ruin the rest of your life. Move on to another email, please. (laughs) Stop, Jane. Uh, Rachel says, I'm really enjoying listening to you on live radio. I wanted to raise one point from a programme last week, though. I have a question for you to investigate, and we are very happy to do that, Rachel. Having just had my autumn COVID booster, I'd like to know why it's possible to purchase a flu vaccine, but not a COVID jab. At 48, my husband has paid for his flu jab, but is unable to get a COVID booster. What's the reason that the public can't buy a COVID booster? Alternatively, are there any plans for the COVID vaccine? availability to be lowered to 40 plus so we don't know the answers to those questions but we we will we've got a aches and pains health section coming up in the program i think tomorrow oh is it tomorrow i mean we were we were honestly thinking of calling that slot aches and pains and pains yeah because increasingly when i meet my uh, female friends of my age we do have an aches and pains segment which is usually a bigger segment, increasingly bigger than boasting about our kids' achievements. Mm. So some friends of my mum's, who Mm. obviously are in their 70s and 80s, they've got a timer on how long they're allowed to talk when they meet up about aches and pains. So they've just got a 10, I think it's, I think it's grandchildren as well. It's 10 minutes on aches and pains, 10 minutes on grandchildren, then everyone has to talk about something else. Yeah. Yes. Showbiz. (laughs) Maybe. Are you going to be very cross about The Crown? Will you watch it? 
I can be cross about the crown. Uh, well, it's like a national sport, isn't it, being outraged by the yes. crown, the liberties they take. So I think I might say to myself, because I know that it is a fictionalised account of events and I will not let John Major's reputation be tarnished in my memory. Uh, so now you feel were a free fan, to watch it. So I think I'll probably be hypocritical, like what most people might be. Yeah. And watch every single moment. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then be appalled by oh, it. Absolutely outraged. <laughs> yeah. uh, you've got to watch it for work. I'm amazed that you've already got the download password and you haven't watched it all already. No, I was, I was just busy yesterday. I find it because we were away doing one of our book shows at the weekend. And so, you know, when you've only got one day of the weekend properly at home, because I went from our book show in Harrogate to see my student daughter in the northeast of England. And I, oh yeah, and I mentioned last week I was going to visit her student property for the first time. And uh, good news is there wasn't a fork on the floor like covered in carpet fluff, which was a site that just revolted me in my older daughter's student property. But I can say that the kitchen sink in this establishment was absolutely full of food. What, the actual the, mesh? Yeah, the, yes. No, the, no, nobody had been prepared to take responsibility for it. And I said, uh, my daughter and I were on our own in the house, I said, look, just give me the rubber gloves and I'll I'll see to it. Because I can't really go back to London knowing that this is the ongoing scene in this sink. But she wouldn't let me because she said everybody else would laugh at her. But I did before I left. I'm afraid I did sweep the kitchen floor. Oh, good God. Well, I just couldn't look at it. I just couldn't look at the bits and the bobs. Did it slightly squeak when you and walked it on sticky, it? Sticky. And yeah. there were bin bags everywhere. It just it just needed one person to take control. And that was that person was Jane Garvey. Well, it, I only made that small gesture of sweeping the kitchen floor. I wasn't prepared to do anything else. I don't know how I don't know what age you get to. Perhaps some people never get to the age where there's the level of mess is simply intolerable and you have to act. And you don't care that it's not your responsibility. You'll act because you don't want to see it again. At what age does that occur? Well, I think it depends whether you get married or not, doesn't it? Well, what I was also going to say was when you've only got one proper day at home, the weekend, say yesterday, my bloody feet didn't touch the ground. It was just one long load of washing, sorting. I'm with you on that. I did four loads of washing That's what yesterday. I mean. Sheets, yeah. towels. Got to get it all tidy for the week. Got to get my systems in place well i feel i did now do you want to read the email that's a compliment to you well i can do that yes it's in bold thank you very much for that ben it's from mark who says i'm loving the new show i've listened to feed lovers since the early evening london local radio show in 1994 i thought that at that time she had the delivery style of a stand-up comic you haven't lost it not so, for me anyway so that's very kind thank you for digging out that memory uh, and i'm going to make you the inaugural member mark of the slough cooperative <laughs> Willing, willing to take more. By the way, I was only born in Slough. Just, you know, just in case they're thinking of giving me the keys to the city. <laughs> then I have to say, I've been here for a while, actually, love. No, you just couldn't be asked going to the ceremony, could you? So that's the last thing you want. <laughs> just... So make sure uh, out there in Slough that you have paid full attention and you want to honour one of your most famous people. <laughs> Someone who'd be forever honoured to be connected with your borough. Now, we do love hearing from you. I think this is likely to be quite what we call in the trade a busy news week. But nevertheless, it was lovely today during the live show to get lots of interaction from people. I mean, it always takes a little while to get going when you start a new programme, doesn't it? It does. But things were quite lively this afternoon. We're very, very grateful. So keep it coming. You can tweet at Times Radio or you can email us at any time you like, Jane and Fee at Times.radio.
We look forward to hearing from you and you can choose the topic. You don't have to wait for it to come up in our slightly weird middle-aged minds because you might be waiting a long time. So anything that you'd like to talk to us about, we're very happy to hear from you. And our big guest tomorrow, and we're both really looking forward to this, is Elizabeth Day, who's a lovely woman. She's a little bit of a showbiz pal of both of ours, but we won't let that in any way cloud our judgment. Or will we? Uh, That's tomorrow on the live radio show and I dare say on Off Air as well. Shuffle papers, go home! You have been listening to Off Air with Jane Garvey and Fee Glover. Our Times radio producer is Rosie Cutler and the podcast executive producer is Ben Mitchell. Now you can listen to us on the free Times radio app or you can download every episode from wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget that if you like what you heard and thought, hey, I want to listen to this but live, uh, then you can Monday to Thursday, 3 till 5 on Times Radio. Yeah. Embrace the live radio jeopardy. Thank you for listening and hope you can join us off air very soon. Goodbye. VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.